0: This is Good Riddance, the podcast.
1: Welcome back. Good Riddance podcast. I am your trusty host. i Ivory, whatever you want to call me. Alongside, I have a really, 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 really good friend of mine by the name of Jay. Yo, what's going on, bro? How you feeling?
2: That little sip just said it all, bro. Did it? Did it? <laughs> that little sip just said it all. Feeling good. Feeling gravy, as always. You know, you know tell how me, we do tell it. me, Tell me about your week, man. Your week went well? Bro, it, it, was, it was really good, bro. But you know what, man? I'm not even going to talk about the week right now so quick. I'm going to jump into something real quick. What? What? Bro. Take me there. Man, I, I just had someone disrespect the man. The myth, the legend. Who's this? Bro. Our studio ham, bro. Like he, he made a comment that 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 burned a hole through my through my childhood. It didn't it didn't sit right with you? No, it sat all right, but it just burned a hole through my childhood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Bro.
2: Tell me about I don't it. Know, I don't know how the conversation came up, man, but we started talking just a little bit of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And the name Ric Flair came up, man, which, which is one of my top, top picks up there, bro. One of the best showmen of all time.
1: Man, we had this
2: conversation sixteen time heavyweight champion of the world. Is it more now? It probably was more, huh? I still remember. I still remember the the, the old slogan. The old days, shit, huh? See, I, no, I I still remember when it was twelve time, twelve time. You know, yeah, so <laughs> it, it, it went up. It went up. It went up. Yeah, a few. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is probably more. It is probably more. That's for sure. But to say the least, uh, he just told me that he wasn't a showman, bro. He said he sucked.
1: I don't know, man. He didn't suck. I mean, he's not. He's not in my top five or anything like that. I mean, I don't. Th- I don't think wrestling would be wrestling without him. But at the same time, I'm not really. That, that's my thought
2: process. Re- wrestling cannot be wrestling without without Rick. Right. He he, he brought the, in the. He's, he was the. He was the showman. He was the. Uh I mean shit man. hmm I mean he 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 flagged the ship for WCW. You know? WCW. Yeah, not WCW, WCW. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's how my grandma was saying. God bless the dead. Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> she would say it like that all the time. She was she was she was an old lady. She but was from uh she was from the south.
0: From the so, south part, you know?
1: Uh she was from Louisiana. Oh Louisiana. Yeah. Homer, Louisiana. My pops was from uh New Orleans. Louisiana. Okay. Yeah, so everybody on my dad's side pretty much is uh New Orleans. Uh, my mom's mm-hmm. from Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really grow up with my
2: mom, but shit, she was from Dallas, Texas. Dave, hey, not, not, nothing wrong with Dallas, man. You got the Cowboys that come out of Dallas. Fuck the Cowboys. Come, hey, man. Don't, don't, bro,
1: ev- bro. Everybody that knows me. It knows how strongly is, I feel about the Dallas Cowboys. Which
2: is why we're about to jump into this segment. You know what I'm going to call this one? What's this? I'm going to call it Give Two Fucks.
1: <laughs> bro, you can't come up with a segment for everything. Hey, bro. I hey. don't give two fucks about the Cowboys.
2: Hey, there you go. So two fucks. You don't give two fucks. I but, want them to go 0-16. But guess what, though? What? What is the best Fucking game you would want to see on Thanksgiving morning?
1: Not the fucking Cowboys. Not I'd rather see. That. I'm a Packer fan, baby. Bro, that's my point. Oh, is that what you were referring to? That's I thought, what you, I thought, we're thought you were making a case for the
2: Cowboys. No,
0: fuck oh. no, bro. Well, the yeah. best,
2: the, the best, the best fucking game for Thanksgiving is Cowboys against Green Bay. We all know this.
1: And Green Bay we will mop this. the fucking floor with these cats.
2: Hey, man, you know when when Favre was there. That used to happen a lot. hmm It was one of those rituals. And a good ritual at you know? It was just, yeah. It was, it was a good ritual. But Aaron Rodgers is a beast of his own, bro. Aaron Rodgers. Hey, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron I mean, Rodgers
1: is on a different level. Hey, man, I don't care what nobody say.
2: Have you been seeing his training? Like, have you, have you been seeing how he's been developing, man, ever since his injury? Rodgers? Yeah.
1: Oh, he's been developing great. He came back stronger, collarbone.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, saw, I saw a couple of throws he was doing, he's bro. He's ready he to came. start
1: throwing 70-yard bullets again.
2: Those Hail Marys? Bro. Hey, what is it about Green Bay? You know, let's, let me ask you this much. As, as a Green Bay fan, mm-hmm. what is it about Green Bay quarterbacks in the last 20 years that have been infamously known for Hail Marys? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really
1: don't know. I just think, and I'm going to talk about Aaron Rodgers specifically, I just think when you throw Hail Marys, and I'm not, not to say that any other quarterback don't have that relationship with their receiver, but I just feel like the relationship, like the bond, you get what I'm saying? So, like, if it's – who caught a Who caught a bond, Who caught one? Uh
2: Nelson caught a lot of them, bro.
1: Nelson caught a lot of uh Nelson caught some, Nelson, Randall Cobb caught some.
2: Nelson's gone though,
1: bro. Nelson's gone, but it's okay. That's a tough one. But what me. I think is, what I think it matters is when you build that relationship, Aaron Rodgers, no matter who he's throwing to, let's just say it's Randall Cobb, for the sake because he's still on the team. Yeah. He knows the spin Randall Cobb likes. He knows exactly how to throw it to give him the, you know what I mean? Like Randall Cobb is not the biggest, he's not the tallest, he's not the fastest. But I know exactly how he likes his passes. That's true. Make it easy. I'ma throw him this bomb. Whew. And it just it just somehow, some way just falls right in the pocket. Yeah. And I, and I I just think that's just an innate ability. An innate ability to be able to not only know how your receiver likes his passes to come pass, but To be able to see the defense. Right. Know the tendencies of that defensive player. Oh, this motherfucker, he likes interceptions. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna throw it in a spot where he can't get an interception because he's just gonna miss the ball. You know what I mean? It's just one of those, it's it's just that marriage that that is hard to get. And I think by letting Jordy Nelson go, you lose that. That, that camaraderie, you but, lose but who, that who luster. Did
2: he, who did he get replaced by? That, that's the million-dollar question.
1: So, basically, what he got replaced by is Devontae Adams, who's no scrub, who can play. I think over the last three or four years— You're missing
2: me. You're missing me, bro. There, there was a deal that was done with Green Bay. So, who, who went to Green Bay? That wasn't a trade. They let him walk. That wasn't a trade? That wasn't a trade. I was under the assumption, wait a minute, they
1: let him walk. Free agent didn't bring him back? Oh, wait, wait. Nah, no. No, no, no. Actually, you're right. You're right. He didn't walk. They cut him. Yeah, yeah. They, okay. just, they just released him.
2: Yeah, I was like, wait, I was like, wait a minute. Hold yeah. up. I know. I was
1: getting okay. Fat. But okay. that's the same thing. They let him walk. They cut him. Well, so, but, but the thinking is that in the NFL, like, and I think it's a flawed way of thinking. But when you, when, you, when you are one of these white men wearing a business suit in the fucking, pop me one, in the fucking um, office making the, Detroit, the choices as it pertains to like money, they are always going to be on the side of youth. So when they see Devontae Adams have a year, have a couple great years at that, they're like, wait, so you mean to tell me? we don't got to give both these players quote-unquote max dollars. We can give one that, draft another guy, and still be in the same – so, you know, they're always going to be on the side of youth. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you older, we're not trying to break the bank for you. Um, We think you're on the back nine of your your career, of your peak. We're going to let you walk. But one thing that I heard, though, man, which I think is fucking phenomenal – if it's true, is that um, Aaron Rodgers had a hand in facilitating where Jordan Nelson went? He went to Oakland. Great young quarterback.
2: Oh, you mean uh, soon to be Nevada?
1: Yeah, soon to be in Nevada. But he 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 helped facilitate him going to a team where he's gonna have a chance to like actually like compete. Like he's not gonna let him get traded to like the New York Jets. <laughs> Right, he can send them to a team where they go compete, and they're gonna have a chance to 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 win some ball games.
2: You you think Oakland? You think Oakland has that type of ability? Yes. You really think so? Why
1: not? A thousand percent. I think they got a chance to start. You know, I gotta see how the transition that they just made with the head coach is gonna work out. But I think they got a chance to win some games. Think
2: about it. No, they got they got a chance to win some games. They don't have a chance to. I mean, they're not going to the playoffs, bro. Well, I, I don't. I, I don't see. It. I beg to differ. I, I don't let's, see it. Let's let's think about it. Okay, go for it. Let's Change my mind, will you? Okay, sir. Well, I'm not.
1: I, I'm I'm walking through it with you, so I'm not. I'm not sold on saying they are and they're not. Okay, let's walk through it. So, you got to start from ground level. The Raiders are in the same division with the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you got Oakland. So. You can, I think you can go ahead and set Denver to the side. I don't think Denver's going to make that much noise, right? So we move Denver over to the side I, I, because I don't think they're going to make any much much noise. Um, you got the Chargers. I think they're going to make some noise. You got Kansas. I think they're going to make some noise. Uh mm-hmm. I think they can. I think they can get. I think they can find themselves in the position where they can snatch a wild card spot. Because the, I, think, um, I think the Chargers are going to win the division. So the winner of a division automatically gets into the, balls, right. into the playoffs. So I think the Chargers are going to be that this year. I think they're going to take a big jump. I think Kansas City is going to take a significant step back. I think they're going to be competitive, though. Hey, let me ask
2: you something, bro. How, how much juice do you think the Chargers have left? I mean, I think they just got better. I think they... Well, I mean, but the... Uh, what, I can't remember. What was the QB's name? Philip Rivers. Rivers. There you go. I love Rivers, man. I think he's a, I think he's a good QB. I but think Rivers I, is a great quarterback. But I kind of feel Rivers is is becoming the next um, Drew Brees, where you know he's fucking good. Mm-hmm. If you're in fantasy football, this is one of your favorite guys to be with. Speaking of which. You know? Yeah. Speaking of which. It, it, we'll jump into that in, in, the, next, in the next piece. But I feel like he's becoming the next, you know, QB mm-hmm. that you just know he's fucking good, and you know that he's gonna give you points for fantasy football. But it's not enough to win the championship. Not to, I mean, and not to not to discredit Breeze because obviously he won a championship. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about in the in the sense of age, performance, and of course the competition. Look what's out there. Right, right. I don't know if you'd agree with me on that one, but that—that's um, that's personally how I feel about about that in general. I mean, well, at least that, at this point, you it's know?
1: just that playing football is like an ultimate team game, right? So you can't like no matter how good, no matter how good um, a player is. It's just hard for that one player to have an influence over the game. So like, let me give you an example. You mm-hmm. cross sports over to basketball real quick. Okay. LeBron James is the best player, right? Currently, yeah. Okay. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best players, right? Or one of, yeah, one of, he's up there. Okay. Yeah. So let's take LeBron James. LeBron James can take over a game. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook—these great players. James Harden—they can take over a game and they can wing you a game. In football, it is much, much, much harder for one player to have that significant of an influence over a game. Uh, Odell Beckham—he's not—it's—it's it's, it's so much harder
2: because I, I'm gonna hold you right now. For everybody
1: relies on everybody. In basketball, I can take over.
2: I'm—I'm I'm gonna hold you on something. You, you know who I think was really good at that. Vic. Michael Vick? Yeah. Michael Vick was a... He was a monster, bro. A man get. amongst boys. He would run you the ball, mm-hmm. and he'd be able to throw it. He would be the define. I mean, the, to the point that you're making, I mean, I I, I guess I would... I, here's what I would want to say with it. To the point you're making, yes, it's much more difficult to be the one that can actually hand you a game in football because you have to rely on your, your running backs. You have to rely on your quarterbacks, on your kickers. Right. And all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I just got reminded of Vic right now. Like this, Vic, is, this dude would run it, throw it. He would be his own running back.
1: Vic was, um, Vic was special, that, that, man. He, I mean, he too, was he, too, he too revolu- bad. He fucked himself up. He bro. revolutionized the game. You want to talk about AI? Yeah. you. Want to talk about that version in football form? Yeah, Absolutely. that was my bro. Everybody wanted to be Michael fucking Vic. And the shit that got him. Look, like, I
2: can't understand. The shit that got him down. You believe that shit? Hey. And sometimes when you're from certain areas, it's... Old, old... What is that? Old habits die hard? Hard as fuck. Fuck, man. Hard as fuck. But, you know... Hey, would you put Vic in one of your top tens of best QBs all time? No. Nah. Mm-mm. But... He I, was, he, it was he, different, he, though. He'd be in my top... He, look, I, I would include him. Okay. In my top fifteen, I would say my top fifteen, and I, and I'll tell you why though, because mm-hmm. it, it, he was one of the he he reminds me of the Allen Iverson of uh right of football. So he, I think, I think like Allen
1: Iverson, I think he's beyond being in people's top five, top tens, just because what he did like transpired so much outside of basketball. There you go, right? Like. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, when people talk about Allen Iverson, first, they talk about the culture. First, they talk about, like, the way he revolutionized the game. The way his image was portrayed and the way that he talked about himself Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, right, so right, right. one of his best moments, bro, was we talking about practice. Uh, uh, I'm supposed to be the franchise player. And we in here, we in here talk about practice. The game that I go out there every night and die for. We talking about
2: practice.
1: (laughs) That's one of his biggest moments. Hey,
2: that's real.
1: He's like, bro, bro, how are you sitting here? You questioning me about practice.
2: That's that's real.
1: But you know what I mean? So when we talk about Michael Vick, yeah, we talk about he used to torch dudes on the field. He used to absolutely... Fucking demolish teams on the field. Dem- Snatch teams' heart out of their chest. But at the same time, I think of him in that same light. Before I get to Michael Vick, the quarterback, I'm talking about Michael Vick. I'm talking about the way everybody in the fucking on the block wanted to be Michael Vick. When we played pickup football, everybody was like, I'm Vick. I'm Vick. I'm I Vick. Am. Motherfuckers probably grew cornrows because they was Vick. I remember I had the Michael Vick sevens, the shoes, bro. The black and white with the crossword stripe. Bro, (laughs) like,
2: that Michael fucking... Michael Vick was that, dude. Back in those times, it was all, like, as far as... uh, Mm -hmm. Because I guess in those divisions, right? You had Michael Vick and you had Donovan McNabb. Right. Those were the two big names in those markets. Aside from, of of course, during those eras, I mean, you still had the... uh, I mean, you still had your Brett Favre at the time. You had your. Uh... Let me see. Who, who else do we have at the time? That was that was. Because uh... there, there was always a lot of QBs that were really, really good.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's. Just... I mean,
2: because I mean, you had Steve Young on his way out. I mean, he was he, he was replaced by Garcia at that time already. I mean, Garcia was already in the game. Right. You know, so Young was already out the picture. Right. Uh, you had Favre, you know, uh, getting out his for for his retirement for the very first time before before coming back on a later date, and then uh, what else we had, bro? We had. I mean, there, there was just a lot of there was a lot of good QBs out there, mm-hmm. but like I said, bro, like the two that resonate during that little era. I mean, well, the three, the big three that I think uh-huh. that I can remember in that little in that span of era, it was Vic. Mm-hmm. McNabb and Breeze,
1: Vic McNabb and Breeze. What? But what years are you talking about? Because like you, I mean, don't forget Tom Brady's Peyton Manning. No, no, don't no, no. I mean,
2: don't get don't, no. Don't, I'm I'm talking about like the ones that actually they, they kind of resonated because because Manning.
1: But yeah, you think about it, like like I can see I can see the point you're trying to make because yeah, like like Breeze was very fucking unorthodox. Yeah, bro is only like six feet tall. He's he, he he's, he's short, and the people are like. How the fuck is this dude doing what he's doing? Because the prototypical quarterback come in, he's 6'3". big arm. Little Drew Brees comes in, they're like, how the fuck is he, bro? Like Rodgers, bro. Like this yeah. Rodgers holds that fucking football. Like Roger, he holds that ball so loose, <laughs> like he's crazy, like,
2: bro. This is him
1: <laughs> scanning. Oh, break out of the pocket, fling that bitch. <laughs> bro, it's
2: one—it's one of the prettiest things you can fucking see. <laughs> look, bro, the way that see, look, uh, Jackson said it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, Coach Jackson, he said one of the one of the best things, one of the best talents that mm-hmm. Jordan had was the fact that he was able to just hold on to that football. I mean, the the the, the basketball.
1: Jordan had a big-ass hand. One hand. hand was fucking...
2: Like, he just held it and fucking
1: just... Fucking monstrous, bro. He would
2: walk around. Like, he could walk around with the fucking ball and just be fucking chilling. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? And it was coast. Rodgers is that same type of fucking method except with the football. Like, this dude... Mm-hmm. I mean, it is so difficult.
1: 1,000%. But right. Rodgers is... Rodgers is different. Rodgers is fucking way different. I mean, I mean, like, I'm, I'm trying to draft him in my
2: fantasy league. Bro, who isn't I, trying to draft him in their fucking fantasy league, bro? I don't know, bro. Who isn't, bro?
1: Is, I mean, he, I'm never really high on quarterbacks in my fantasy though. Really? I'm the guy that um, I try to draft everybody else. Does that make sense? Like what I mean, you, what I mean, what I mean is when you I'm trying to save money. Absolutely, because the way the way I like to play uh, fantasy football is uh, I play auction style fantasy football. Have you ever done that?
2: What do you mean?
1: So like instead of like drafting, just your turn and it's his turn and it's his turn, we do auction. So you start off with a budget, and then you bid for the players that you want. You don't want to let a, uh, another person overbid you or make you spend too much more money than you want to spend for this player because you still got the rest of the team to build out. So right. I'm the guy that's like, okay, let me target the big players. Let me go ahead and target, uh, you know, the Antonio Brown, the Le'Veon Bells, the Ezekiel Elias, these players, right, just for the simple fact that— um, I'm in the budget league. So I'm the guy who picks up a quarterback in like the seventh round. And I don't really care. Like, I'll go get me a quarterback. I don't really care. I can get Andy Dalton. I'm good.
2: Does that make sense? So. Yeah. It, it makes perfect sense. You know, but I, I like those fantasies. But you know what? I mean, me personally, I don't know how anybody feels out there. You know what fantasies I like the most? What? Like fantasy football kind of thing. I like that FanDuel setup, which
1: I've never done. FanDuel,
2: I mean, I or love that shit.
1: Those, any of those platforms, because
2: FanDuel is is it's weekly. Mm-hmm. You could you could change these motherfuckers every fucking week. Okay. You you bet based upon stats, which if you're betting a bunch, a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's it's a, it's a little bit more difficult because you got a lot of people that have a lot more research than you do. Right. But for the most part, it is definitely like an awesome bid like let me do it this way right so it was my buddy robert who put me up on game robert tells me hey bro you ever done fantasy football before i'm saying no nah, i've never done that shit he's like look I'm, I'm gonna put you in my uh like he would send out a mass message to, like about 30 people or some shit okay and then everybody we started off betting two bucks a game so everybody so like you do the math 30 people two bucks a piece so first, first place win some good dough. I mean, well, not good dough, but it's decent. It's worth your time to invest. You know, two times
1: you gotta think. Two times thirty. What's that like? Fifty bucks or some shit? Yeah. Well, no, it's
2: like sixty, bro. Like yeah, sixty bucks. Yeah, two times thirty. So it's sixty bucks if you get like you know, like right. first place, right? Right. And uh, but either way, bro, we used to break it up like in first, second, third. So like you, all you would really get was about like maybe what like mm-hmm. forty bucks or some shit, you know. But anyway, that's how it all started. This dude put me up on game. He's just like, look, bro, get up in this shit. So now I'm looking at these players. And I'm, and I'm uh, at the time, I'm putting together players based on stats that I knew of m- maybe last year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then eventually you got to the point where I was like, okay, let me start watching what's going on. Right. And it encouraged me. See, f- look, you know what, man? Mm-hmm. Looking at the bigger picture of it all, fantasy football is such a huge business. You realize that football got put on the map even higher than what it already was Mm -hmm. because of fantasy football? Absolutely. It's just another way for uh, shit to really go down. So, I literally started watching the football games even more on a (laughs) day-to-day basis, bro. Like, Monday Night Football, I would never watch it unless my team was playing. Now I'm watching it because, like, all right, I got this motherfucker on my team. Mm -hmm. What what you gonna do? Like, I remember there was this time, bro. I literally made um. it was it was a public public game right right and the thing is that like you can bet like there's about like I don't know a thousand people or some shit playing at the same time okay so while I'm doing this bet or doing this game setup I put the I put my players together and at the time this was during that time where I had put the running back from the Detroit Lions bro I forgot this fool's name Zane what was his name uh, Zach Zenner. Z- Zenner, yes. So I had recently picked right. Zenner, and the only reason why I picked Zenner, only reason, mm-hmm. was because he fit my budget. Right. Right. I had Bell. I had Zenner. Right. I had uh who else who else did I have at that time? I believe I had. At the time, I had Rothenberger. Uh, right. That's why I like in fantasy, too. Because he was cheaper at the time because all the other players were doing a lot like, uh, like they, they just cost a lot more. Okay. And uh, as far as receivers, at the time, I had the fuck did I have? I had the other right. fucker from Detroit, Doug. Uh What's that What's that fool's name? The other what? Uh, Running back? What position? No, no. He was a receiver. He was a receiver. Um, Marvin Jones? No, no, no. Not Jones. The other one. He would come clutch, bro, like randomly. Golden Tate. Golden fucking Tate. Mm-hmm. So I had Golden Tate. So I had Golden Tate on there, and I also had uh, the other receiver. What the fuck? Um, who else did I have, man? I might be a little bit inaccurate about it, but if I'm not mistaken, during this particular game, because it was the okay. one that won me a lot of money. Right. In this particular one, I had... Um, what's this dude's name? Um... Uh, Julio Jones. No, not Julio Jones. Uh, what's the other Ant, uh Brown. There you go. Antonio? Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
2: beast. So, long story short, man. So, like, I, mean, I just gave you guys the gist of what my my fucking team sounded like. Right. Which, just hearing those names, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Right, right. So... There was about a thousand people playing, like, cause, cause when you're on FanDuel, you, like, you have different competitions you, you could jump into. So the point is that I get into this competition. The competition was costing five bucks to get in, right? You know, anybody first place, second place, you know, would get like a good payout. Third place would get a good payout. Now, granted, you have to assume with a thousand people, some people are going to have the exact same point system. Okay. So any pot that's created would have to be separated right right so to kind of give you the like the the breakdown so during this thing like it was uh, you know it was probably more than a thousand people bro it was like it was, it was more than that now that I remember that shit because this, this one was one of those bigger leagues so bottom line we played it we did the shit this was when Zenner fucking blew the fuck up okay like nobody expected Zenner to be like wait what the f- who the fuck was this guy he blew up for a second, and then I, uh, got yeah, like cold. for like two, three games. Yeah, and got cold as fuck. And like I remember, he came, he blew up out of nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember everybody was hitting the waiver wire for him.
2: Yeah, w- fuck. I, and I had him. I was like, oh shit. Right. It's like fuck. I bought this fool for fucking convenience, and this fucker blew the fuck up. He killed it. Mm-hmm. He did his shit, blew it up. Bottom line was that at the end, when it was all said and done, off the uh, off the splits and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, man, I ended up taking I ended up taking out about thirty two hundred bucks from that five bucks. From that five bucks, and the one that made the biggest difference was fucking Zimmer.
1: That's fucking crazy.
2: It was, dude. It was fucking yeah. It was fucking crazy. I was like, dude, this is this is like, and, and I mean, and, and to kind of make that like pretty much blunt and forward, mm-hmm. this was the only time that I've ever hit over a thousand. Dollars in FanDuel because I played I made about 300, 400, 500 you know like that here and there on occasional basis on like 10 dollar games so you know, it whatever you over. but this is the one that's literally t- sent me over the thousand mark, okay, and sadly enough, it was the only time that it did it, you know but um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I, I, I love doing this shit, but d- dude, it was fucking crazy and to think that there's so many people out there right. that fucking have this shit on lockdown. You know how you know uh, like I, I don't know do you follow stocks often?
1: Yeah. Well, not as often as I I should or I want to, but I'm uh definitely trying to um do a, do it a lot more. I do a little bit of dabbling here and there or anything like that.
2: Well, the reason why, you know, The reason why I ask is because the stock trade, Okay. weird as fuck, right? The stock trade itself is one of those things that you just have to be up on game about. Like what's going up, what's going down, what the company is doing, what direction it's going to go. It's so crazy because I swear to God, FanDuel was taken from stocks. They they picked up the fucking stock trades to make FanDuel.
1: Right, right. it's like a... uh I see what you're saying. It's like a um, they took that, that just that concept of right. buying the trading stocks to bring and brought it to the shit. Yeah, I got you.
2: You know? And, yeah. And it's crazy. So that, that same concept is what I love. I love trading stocks. And I love playing Fando for the same reason. Because one right. day to the next, you can just drop wherever you have, swap them. Okay. Unless you're playing with your friends and you got like that Yahoo, like that that long fucking shit. I like that though. Where who you pick the first time is who you stick with. Till the end, shit, you know.
1: Right. I like that. I like that league, though. I like those types.
2: They they're good too. I like them, but I mean, uh, most every one on that is like
1: three hundred bucks. It's it's funner. I think it's funner.
2: It's more stressful. I I stress out at work, bro. I don't need to be stressing out a fucking football game, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right.
2: Like I gotta be able to swap you the fuck out. Like, wait, you ain't performing. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh wait, you cost so much this in. That's it. You know what I mean? Right right. I don't know. That's just me. But I, I love that shit though. I really love that shit. And for those that like play FanDuel, man, you know, you guys got to pick me up. York 57. Let's play. Let's do it.
1: York 57. Hey, that was the unintentional plug right there. That's it. All I know is let's let's kind of let's kind of shift the let's kind of shift the combo a little bit. What do you think about what do you think? What are your thoughts on 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 college? Do you think college is still necessary? Uh, do you think college is still like that requirement that everybody just needs?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I
1: you know, because a lot of people don't think so because with this new era
2: of money making
1: that we live in, that any and everybody can start their own business at any given moment, that uh, you can kind of do whatever you want to do. Like, social media is like the new resume. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. so it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you got to, uh, you got to be able to explain, like, you're going to saying? like, are you going to like, like, for your kids? Like, are you going to push for college?
2: Like, yo, this is what you need to do. Well, I, I still believe that. I mean, look, man, here's the thing. Mm hmm. In life, there's something that is always known. Knowledge is power. All right. There, mm-hmm. There's gonna come There's gonna come a time in your life where you know you're gonna have to consent to the fact that knowledge is the definition of who and what you are. I mean, you're only as much as what you know. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people freak out to the things that they don't know. A lot of people don't know how to react to the things that they don't know. So my thing would be like in, in a college perspective, I still believe it's one of those fundamental values that you have to instill in kids or anybody in general. Like if you want to go back to school, go back to school, go to college, learn some stuff. Now, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit you and tell you. hmm that college is the end-all, be-all. Like, if you don't go to college, you're not going to make a career because it's already been proven that that's not true or the fact. Time and time again. Right? But it is a known fact that if you consider it, right? hmm If you genuinely, honestly consider it, everybody and anybody, like, let's say, out of 100% of students that went to college, mm-hmm. out of that 100%, Eighty percent are at least mildly successful. Maybe not millionaires, but at least they have a good living—hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. They take the little vacations. They're with their families. They do the little stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. You see, th- see, that's the concept now. There's a lot of people believe that. Oh well, if you go to college, you ha- you know, you're going to become a millionaire. That's never the truth. I mean, you probably. I mean, you can be a college graduate. You got to put in the work. You know, yeah. You got you got to figure out your own means. Always remember, guys. Here's the here's the God honest truth. Anything that you learn, Mm -hmm. whether it's through college, life, whatever, anything and all that you end up learning, is just a fundamental piece of how you're going to generate or how you can create a new life. So when you go to college, you're taught different ways, whether it's business, marketing technique, whatever it is, right? These are just things to help you enhance a ability. So if you go into marketing, you're ahead of the game because now you know how to market better than most. If you're going to do business administration to be a manager, you know how to manage because of the administration thoughts that you have been taught. So these are just tools to help you enhance. It's entirely up to you how you use these tools. If you just want to enhance at a job, Mm -hmm. if you just want to stand out, while you're in a corporate America. Right. Or whether you use these tools to say, wow, okay, this is what I have. This is what I'm good at. Let me perfect this and let me make a business out of it. It's a totally different bargain. It's all depending on how you use it. So for me, it's always going back to the end result. College is still excruciatingly important For anybody Because think about it Even billionaires Go back to college Look at Bill Gates Bro he went back to Harvard To finish up his shit He didn't have to He was already a billionaire But why did he do it? To add more To add more knowledge To his arsenal Never hurts It's not a bad thing You never know too much That's it So for me College is that basis point You know You just have to be able To continuously do it Right Get smarter man Read a book Figure things out I mean, there's a lot of people that I know that, mm-hmm. like, for example, like the Bible, right? A lot of people don't believe in the Bible.
1: Right. You know,
2: they, they say that it's, it's it's whatever, you know, they have their own beliefs about it. hmm But when you look at it biblically, well, the Bible itself, there's a lot of shit that you can actually learn good from it. Like, don't close your mind. Learn from everything that's around you, whether it's college, whether it's biblical, whether it's spiritual, whether it, whatever the hell you want to call it. Figure out, learn to make your mind be adaptable. You know, you know. Uh, Bruce Lee had a he he had a an interview many many years ago. Mm-hmm. I love this interview, bro, because I mean he used it in a, in a TV show first, you know, to be kind of like insightful, but right. there was a bigger purpose behind this. I don't know if you ever heard of this interview before, but. Bruce Lee mentioned in this interview that in order for you to be able to flow or to be able to make your body be natural or be natural in this world, Mm -hmm. you have to be like water. Right. You ever heard that interview before?
1: You you just got to flow.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, so here's the thing. He says, be like water. And the reason why he says be like water, because if you put water into a pot,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it becomes a pot. If you put water into a teacup, it becomes the teacup. Brush shit. Now water can flow or it can crash. Right. Be water, my friend. Be water. That's what he said. So considering that, bro, you just have to like, I mean, that shit is so real. Like when you really think about it, that's some real shit, right? I mean, it's, it might be some kung fu dynasty shit, but <laughs> it, it's real though. I will fuck you
1: up real quick.
2: Yeah, so th- that's why I go with that, bro. So to kind of just give you the idea of it or mm-hmm. the gist. Be water, bro. Like you just have to find a way to flow. Don't be closed boxes. Don't be a square. Even though I feel like college.
1: Is not a thousand percent necessary. I do feel like college is something that every body, especially our younger generation, which we should be pushing on them, which we should be promoting heavily is going to college. And the reason why is not so much of what you not so much of what you learn in college. Right. It's way, way, way more about that of being an adult right right those those adult experiences you get from being in college does that make sense like being on your
2: own Divulging that there break it down
1: like being on your own having responsibilities having things that you have to make sure that you plan accordingly because if you don't you will bottom out real fucking quick, especially at like a at like a university. And if you're in a four year university, bro, if you're not doing the right things, if you don't get your act together quick, you will be out. You get what I'm saying? So it's like right. those those just experiences, learning how to do this on on your own, right? Like shit like that is like a thousand percent what kids need. Not so much about writing the papers and stuff like that. Even though all that stuff is important, I just feel like it's you get you get way more.
2: But when when you say that though, are you referring to a college student going to school or a college student that actually lives at the campus? Either way. Cuz I I think that a campus student gets more of the experience. But I would have loved to me personally. Mhm. If I would have had the chance, if I would have had the opportunity, if I, would, if I didn't create so many fuck-ups along the way that I had to fucking figure out just how to go to school and work at the same time. Right. I would have literally loved to be at campus. Okay. Live on campus. I mean, get that feel, man. Like, like, think about it, bro. Hmm. I just wish... I just sounds fucking awesome. Like... Hey man, we're gonna go to this fucking what? Uh, what do you call that sorority over here and shit? Like you just run into like yeah, fraternity, like Bro, you only see thing broads I, everywhere, bro. That's, like what
1: the that, fuck? That is like if I can hit the reset button on like like life, and I can go back to any point in time to just start over, do some things differently, bro. I will hit the switch. I'll start back from my eleventh grade year. Try to get your shit right, and just like and and just get it right. Like when I when I first got out of high school and got into the real world, started working and stuff. I used to be like, man, fuck, I wasn't privileged enough. I didn't have this. Like this wasn't right for me. This was way different than what it should have been. But then, like now, I'm at the point where like I've matured enough. I think back. I'm like, I should have fucking known. So what happened was. I basically put all my eggs into one basket, which was playing ball, playing football. That's it. That's all I really cared about. And so, after my senior year of high school, I fractured my tibia, which is your shin bone. I was out. I, I didn't play that's for the. Re- I didn't play for the rest of the year. Nasty
2: fucking feeling.
1: Yeah, you don't want to.
2: No, 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 I, I fucked up my it, shin bone before, but I do not want never to fracture it though. Fuck that, no. Ooh. So that's
1: what happened. So once that happened, like I was devastated. And then even beyond that, like, like, I wish I had more guidance through the college selecting the college going process, like how to go to college, how to get into college, how to pay for college, how to do this. Like, we didn't I didn't I didn't really have that. Like, I remember applying to colleges. Like, naive as fuck, like, not knowing what was going on. So me and one of my homies, his name was Adrian. Shout out, Adrian. Wherever you are, shout out to you. I haven't talked to this dude in, in years. We both got accepted to um, Arizona State. We was both like, yo, let's do it. Let's go together. We, let's do it. We like, fuck it, let's make this shit happen. Right. Bro, as time started winding down, I bring up the idea to my pops, God rest his soul, God bless the dead. My dad's like I don't know how to make this work. I don't know how to And me, I'm same thing like I don't I don't know. I for sure didn't really fucking have the the wherewithal to be able to make some shit like that happen. Adrian like as time's winding down cuz you got cuz once you get accepted, like you get like a
0: a certain time timeline. to like let them know yeah. like
1: you come and you gotta go through admissions and all that shit. Adrian was the same thing. He was like, bro, my pops don't know really my how, to mom, get or, it done. how to get it done, how to make it happen, how to pay for it, where to go, who to go who to call. I didn't know either, so then time passed on. neither one of us went through the admissions process we neither one of us went, and what was so crazy is. Like, a certain part of me, like, it's two sides of me. It's a side of me that's like, fuck, bro, you fucking way smarter than what you you gave yourself credit for. You could have figured that shit out. You could have figured, somehow, someway, you could have figured that shit out. It's too many people working at that school, too many resources that that school, quote, unquote, like, have to not be able to, like, really have any idea about how to get it done. But at the same token, I'm like, so I'm thinking I should have been smarter, but at the same token, I'm like, nah, bro, like, there should have been that support. There should have been that fucking guidance, that fucking, fucking consultation that goes on.
2: Let me ask something. Do you believe the term, you are your father's son? Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. So would it be safe enough to consider that? It's not that you know. I mean, because granted, guidance is huge. It's fucking huge. Like, but here's what's crazy about it, though. You just made a good point, which is why I want to kind of reemphasize on this. You made a huge point about anybody who's out there, like who doesn't have guidance at the house. Mm-hmm. The school gives you so many fucking resources, bro. <laughs> like the like so many resources like they try to encourage you hey do this hey do that hey do this hey do that it's like if you don't do it that's by choice right and i think the reason why we do it that way or the reason why we we make the decisions of which we make is because we put too much blame on the one who raises us into giving us the, giving us the, I guess the blueprint.
0: Right.
1: But I don't like, but I don't place any blame well, like, no, on my pops. like, No, I don't want
2: to say blame. Well, he didn't
1: know, like, well, that's what I mean. What cut, you know what I
2: mean? But, but you pick, I mean, I guess for the most part, a lot blame of people that, I, that I've ever heard this from, I mean, but no, there's a blueprint though. You have to consider. As human beings, we figure and we follow a blueprint. Right. It's like the jungle, right? If you're a lion and you're the cub, of that line. hmm When your father dies, you take over. I mean, it's it's instinct. It's like, okay, wait, this is what I was this is what I've seen. This is what I have to do. Right. It's a lot more difficult to consider. Okay, maybe what I have to do isn't exactly what I've seen. That's a tough shit to consider.
1: It is, because you it's you kinda like know. it's kinda like how do you tell somebody to go do it without showing them and teaching them and Right, you know what I mean. So it's so that's it's gray my point. Area.
2: Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, there was a huge gray area there, bro. Because I mean, in my parents' case, like my father was a professor back in El Salvador, and uh, you know, I mean, well, he was he was educated enough to be a professor, I should say. Right. And uh, you know, he was a, he was going to go through that path, you know, and uh, he came to the states instead because you know, they figured something better out here. Hmm. So out here my pops had no education. So what I grew up on was okay, go to school, do good. Go to school, do good. There wasn't truly the bigger purpose behind it. It wasn't about, hey, if you go to college, this is what you'll get. Because at the time, man, there was nobody going to college, bro. Like my my dad couldn't tell me, "Hey, look, my bank rolls like this because I went to college." He should What I saw was my bank rolls like this because I do construction. And he's like, "Oh shit! I gotta work my ass off. If I bust my ass long enough and hard enough, I'm gonna have some."
1: Mhm. But it's 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 like uh, like my girl's dad. She, he, he has a lot of like you know, cl- I don't want to say clout. Fuck that. Like he has a lot of uh time invested in school, but in Guatemala, he has degrees. He has, you know, all that shit, but but out there, decided, but it means he nothing decided, here. He decided to come to the states, right? And he worked just the regular old, everyday, blue collar type of job. You know what I mean? Not one that would be directly like correlated or in line with the degrees that and the and the teachings that he got. I just think it's a, it's a certain type of. Uh, I think it's just a certain type of thing that that needs to be like changed because I mean, I I don't know, like bringing it back to me. I just wish it was like, I wish I would have had like more guidance, but at the same time, like I don't want, I'm not the guy who just blames everybody else. Like, man, fuck that. Like they didn't do this for me. They didn't say that. They, I'm the guy. I should have, I should have been smarter than that because I feel like I could have been smarter than that. I could, I feel like I could have been like, yo, like,
2: well, let me ask some, bro. Do you ever intend, I mean, because you this, this goes for anybody out that's listening right now, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How many of you have considered going back to school and and, and putting an obstacle in your way to say, I ah, can't do it?
0: Can't have, do I, it as I, far as going back to school? Yeah.
2: Have you ever, have you ever thought about going back? Because remember, knowledge is power. So mm-hmm. I don't want you to tell me that. Oh, you know what? If I've ever considered going back to school, it's for money. Don't tell me that. Because it costs money to go back to school. Absolutely. So, have you ever considered going back to school, you personally?
1: Yeah. I want to go back.
2: For what purpose? Business. Okay. I mean, in, MBA. In, okay, MBA. Okay. MBA for what?
1: Yeah. That's um, a Master of Business Administration.
2: No, no, I know what that is. I'm saying, I mean, for what?
1: To do what with it? Mr. Jackson. Yeah, That's what you yeah.
2: Uh, there you uh, go. Let me. Yeah, thank you. To do what with it? There you go.
1: Either consult or I'll start my own business, or both.
2: Now let me ask like you this: What much. I want to
1: do is what I want to do is actually uh, start my own business, consulting small businesses. So business plans, helping helping small businesses go get off the ground. People who you know what I mean, serious okay. people who want to start their own business, I come in and I'm like, okay. This is what you want to do. Uh This is what your business plan needs to look like. I can help you get it there. This is what your finances need to look like. I need to help you get it there. These are your start operating expenses. I want to help you, you know, just to be that, just to be that plug. Because, like, there's a lot of people who start businesses with, like, no type of knowledge knowledge on how to actually do it. Like, they have the creativity. Like, they have, you, you know those people... Like, they have that vision to start a certain type of business, but they don't have the the muscle to do it, to get it there. I want to be that business that's in the middle. Oh, this is your vision? I can help you come bring that to reality. Because if you want to start a clothing line, just say, you want to start a clothing line, you're going to need to outsource fabric. I got a guy. Or I got a few people. Right? You need to do this. I got that guy already. You know what I mean? So... I want to be. Uh, I kind of want to get into that realm, more so consulting. But I mean, definitely uh, opening my own business, doing that shit would would definitely be ideal because I can do what I want. Like I can not have to be bound to some huge corporation that will fire me if the budget gets tight. You know what I mean? Like I don't want. I don't want that to be my end all be all.
2: I like this. No, no, no. Don't just, don't just stop it there, bro. So what, what, what gave you this, this idea? Like, I mean, well, like what, what brought you to this conclusion that that would be something you would really want to do?
1: Well, the main thing is because I like have a lot of ideas. I'm a real big person on like ideas. So like I come, like I, I feel like I think of a lot of shit. Right. But like, and so I know a lot of other people come up with a lot of shit, a lot of new, fresh ideas. Right. And they need help. So what if I'm the, what if I'm the guy that turns into the person that can help bring you what you need? Oh, sir, you what do you do? Oh, you're a carpenter. Okay. What if you need a guide, to, you know what I mean, to like to like help you shore up some money. Helps you put money in escrow for a job to get done. Helps you get paid. Okay, I can do that. You need a you need you need to outsource tools? Okay. I got a guy. I know people. I can help you get that sort of thing going. So it's just it's just a lot of people have ideas and and want to get things going but they don't have that
2: they, work they, with they
1: just don't have the guns to get it going, to get it done.
2: So, I guess to kind of get to, to kind of get to the root, what I'm talking about. I, I like the fact that I mean, but you have a you have a passion, you have a goal, mm-hmm. right? You want to be able to
1: in this podcast. Yeah, don't I, ask me where I want to take the podcast.
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, but 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 with that, though, I mean, it, it's kind of similar to this, though, if you think about it.
1: Okay, tell me all.
2: It's like if I bring you the podcast and I tell you, hey, man, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. I need the wherewithal. And then you, you do that. So this is a good opportunity for you to be able to extend and, and do that. Because here's the thing. One thing I've learned in, in, in this business and in other businesses, because I, mean, I mean, as you know, and for those that don't know, I started my own business myself. And there was a lot of setbacks that I encountered. Mm-hmm. that stopped me from being able to continue with the business. I mean, some some pretty big step backs. What if but you had
1: a place you can go and a person could have put you on game way earlier? Like That would have been th- perfect. This type of business, you're going to be required this. That would have been perfect. Let me help you figure out how to get that.
2: That would have been ideal. And I say that now because, again, as a business owner that I was, or I I still am because I never closed it out. But I mean, when well, it was me and a business partner, Zimbs Nelson, you know, we started this business and we we had a big vision for it, huge vision. We had a way to get there, but somewhere along the way, it just became too difficult. It became too obstacle. And then, like you know, of course, I mean, we have to survive as human beings. We have to figure. We have to, we have to fend for our families. And there's only so far a human being will be willing to go to sacrifice themselves until they reach success. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've noticed about myself is that sometimes I'm willing to go a little bit further than usual to try to wait for that success to kick.
1: But that's the that's that's the that's the thing, bro. Yeah, and it you goes- You gotta to that. be willing to, to push the envelope. Though those, yeah, yeah, those I mean, that are successful don't get it. On the first try, you got
2: to be able to willing to, you got to be ready to outlast. And and which is why I'm here. I mean, I'm I'm doing this podcast not not only for the fact that I want to just express like how I feel, what I say, XXYZ, you know, but it's bigger than that too. Mm -hmm. You know, eventually I want to be able to reach out to enough people to be able to help out, you know, because in the end... Anything that we do, you have to consider that and every everything that we do in this life we can only do it once. do you realize right.
1: that yeah you you really like I feel like you as far as like a real shot, like it's hard for a person to start something, not get it, move away from it for a bit, and then come back to it. Does that make sense, yeah? Like you, you, you got a vision. You start on this vision. Right. You encounter the obstacles. You stop. You move away. Right. Then all of a sudden you come back to it. It is not the fucking same. I don't care what anybody says. You cannot restart a drive. Right.
0: Like, it, or
1: or at least it's very fucking hard to be able to do that. Like, that's where research comes from, man. You gotta you gotta sit down. You got to research it. You got to look at the people who are successful. You got to be able to pull whatever they did that was right. You got to be able to look at the people that was wrong and, and, and didn't do it right and pull from the people that didn't do it right. And then still, after you perfected all that, you still got to go through it. And you still got to have your own fuck ups and your own mistakes and your own um, um, just collapses. But you got to be able to stick through it. You got to be right. willing to outlast any anybody else that's doing it. Like I rem, like I don't know Shannon Sharp. Yeah. D- Tight end for the Denver Broncos. Of course,
2: man. Fuck His documentary,
1: bro. That's some of the most motivating motherfucking tell all fucking things I've seen in a long fucking time. The reason why is because he came from like nowhere, basically in the south. And he said that he had to put it all on his shoulders to get his mama out, get his family out the situation that they were in. Bro, he grew up in a brick house. Like, literally, the floor was brick. And, like, he was like, "I I had to go to the gym because, like, and work out. Because the moment I stopped, Somebody else is getting better than me. You know what I mean? Like, like it was, it was, it was just crazy. It was, it was, it was some, it was some way fucking it's, different, bro. It's
2: commitment, bro. It's the fact that the moment that you start something, you have to be fucking committed.
1: Absolutely, it's it's crazy. I mean, like, have you seen what you 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 remember? Uh, Arian Foster. Oh, oh shit, that's right.
2: Bro, what Bro, the fuck happened to him? we tired. We're tired. I don't
0: know, but he just, he,
1: he, he
2: just jumped up. Really?
1: Yeah, he has a podcast. His podcast is actually really fucking tight, though.
2: I'm, I'm gonna check him out. It's
1: kind of like
2: Joe Rogan
1: esque. You know what I mean? Like, you know how Joe Rogan, like, sometimes he has dudes on his podcast you don't even fucking know, but you don't care because the podcast is like that interesting. Yeah. Like, Sometimes I'm listening to Joe Rogan. I have no idea who, the guess who he is, the guess who he's talking to. But I'm still listening because it's that it's, it's, it's is 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 fucking pretty good. good. Right. A- Aaron Foster does the same thing. You know what I mean? So it's it's it, it, it's pretty dope. He just brings in people. He has a, it's just conversations with everybody: scientists, um, other athletes, comedians, businessmen and women, just any everybody. And then he, does, the- he does this thing that I, pre- I think is pretty tight. At the end of every episode that, um, that he does, he has the guests lobby for him because he says one of his favorite people in the world ever is Jim Carrey. So he wants Jim Carrey to come on his show. So what he does, all his guests, they give a little 30-second spiel about why Jim Carrey should come on. So he's going to create, after he gets so many, he's going to create a compilation. Just put them all together in a video. And, then and see, send it see, to Jim Carrey. And see if he budges. And see if he budges to come on the show. Because Jim Carrey, apparently, is a very, um guy, a, a guy who's very kept to himself. Like, he's in the industry, but he's not industry. Listen,
2: I'm going to give him a tip. And hopefully he listens to his podcast today. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope Foster is paying attention. If you okay. want to get Jim Carrey on the show. Right. One of the best and easiest ways to do it, become friends with Jerry Seinfeld. And you got him. <laughs> get, Jim, get Jerry Seinfeld off. Might be a little
1: easier. Uh, yeah. Then you can get to. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, th- th- this a is another that motivating has. piece
2: of shit. Lowest time you What's this? Oh, about. hit me, hit me. Man, Aaron Foster. This is crazy. Um, One no, hit second. hit, oh, hit up, that back. I don't, I don't think they heard know, that.
0: Right. Hit that back. No, we, like I said, we won- Start over. <laughs> lowest time you ever had in your life to would you fool yourself out um y'all growing up you know, I, you know we, like I said we went through a lot of you know hardships as a family we're gonna try to but edit this up the, uh, the one that kind of broke the um the straw that broke the camel's back was when I saw my mother she pawned her wedding ring to um to give us uh <laughs> excuse me <laughs> we just had a conversation poop I don't cry man <laughs> um <laughs> she pawned the wedding ring to give us some uh, food that night. And um I just told myself that uh that I wanted to do something with my life that <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry.
1: This shit is deep, bro. It's like different.
0: <laughs> no, I'm fine, man. <clears throat> I just wanna do something with my life that um To make sure that you know, when I had a kid, that she never had to worry about the lights being on. She didn't have to worry about any of that, and I didn't care if I had to work three jobs or whatever. You know, I just and that's why I don't complain too much, man. Because you know, at the end of the day, we're all people, man. We just want to smile, and you know, even when we were growing up, and it was tough. That's one thing my family always had was you know we smile through it all. And that's that's why I, I try to remain as uh, optimistic optimistic as possible. Is your family smiling now? <laughs> I hope so.
1: <laughs> so that was like this story. He was he he was undrafted. He went to Tennessee University of Tennessee, played for the Volunteers. Um, undrafted. Right. That's only part of it though. And uh, this video I showed you, and he was uh. Basically, he was working in a kiosk at the mall after he didn't get drafted. As, I think it was Sprint. I got to watch the video. I'm not even sure. But it was a key, a, a cell phone store kiosk at the mall. Right. His fucking phone rings. It's the fucking owners of the um, Houston Texans. Motherfucker said he broke down. It was like he said, I'm going to go in there. I'm gonna kill all these dudes. <laughs> Little do you know, he went in there and killed every fucking body. He was the fucking man. Like the way the way he used to run the rock was like he looked like fucking like Eric Dickerson. It was crazy. he run the rock, he, oh. he looked so he was like a stallion. Really? He was he was so smooth with it, it was it was crazy.
0: Lowest time you ever had.
1: It was crazy. That's the same shit, but yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was like some people are built different, bro.
2: That's true. But you know what, though, I think that environments mm-hmm. teach you this. You know, like you have to go through fucked up shit. To be able to find yourself or to really determine who and what you're going to be in the future. I feel like 100% people
1: are a product of their environment. Like me, I feel like I'm a product of my environment. As much as I hate to admit that, yeah. Like, the way I I was raised, for good or for bad, like, made me, like, Teflon. Like, and, and and I'm not trying to say that bragging to both, My but boy
2: said Teflon, but it, man. but it's it's the like Teflon one of those things where it's done. like it's it,
1: it's gonna take <laughs> a lot, it's gonna take a lot to like it's like break me.
2: Hey, bro, they've like, been, they've already invented piercing rounds, bro. bro like Teflon's not good up, enough no more. Bro,
1: I grew up in just an environment that was fucking go get it, doggy dog. We don't <laughs> we don't care. About you. Like, my pops taught me from day fucking one. Don't nobody care.
2: I care. But nobody care. Nobody care. Your head hurt. We don't care. Hey, real shit, though. Hey, hold up. Let, 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 me, let me jump into a, a, a segment, if I may. Take it on. If I may. Take it over. Um... <sighs> Have any of you, comment, let us know. Have any of you ever been in a position where you've just had a fucked up day? Tough. Ruthless. Mm -hmm. And instead of being able to share or express yourself, you encounter someone who's a lot fucking more needy than you. Needier, needier. I don't know. Explain it. Give me an example. So I don't. I don't, I don't think I'm getting it. So here's what I'm going at. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you know, and I'm looking at years ago, right? Years ago, I was in a relationship, and I, and when I say that, I've literally been this, you know, many years ago. When I would go through some bullshit, sometimes I would want to get. To the fucking house Or just show up Or just talk to somebody Be like man This has been a fucked up day I need a massage I need this I need that I need that Right Mm -hmm. But instead of being able to do that I'd be like man This is a, And then I get cut off Like oh my god I'm hearing someone else's problems Telling me how their shit Has ruined their fucking day that's insensitivity And it's just like What the fuck And now I gotta fucking cope With dealing with your shit Right. Oh, wait, you haven't done any hard labor today, but you want me to massage you all day? I'll, what the fuck?
1: That's fucking great. Hey, that's that's just insensitivity. Like, if a motherfucker can't understand that... I, I'll just put it like this. I feel like in a relationship, both parties participating in this relationship... Should have their own set of friends, like their own, their own, let me not say that, their own outlets separate from each other.
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Does Explain. No, 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 fill me in. Well,
1: and, 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 well, I, fill, heard, and I, I heard say. this, and I heard this. So the I feel like you, everybody should have their own outlets separate from their relationships, right? Something that that person likes, something that that person could just. Plug into and just release for a little bit because me personally, I very much like to be alone sometimes. I actually enjoy being by myself sometimes, a lot of times. Like sometimes, let me, all the time. Let, me, let, me let me let me give you an example. <laughs> okay, go. You ever got home and nobody was there? Yeah. And you thought to yourself, like, oh, my fucking God. Let me lay on the couch. Let me dive in the bed. Let me get a nap in. Let me eat something real quick. Let me... You you know that feeling? Like, it's pure joy when you get home. Especially after you've been out at work or doing something that you have to do. You get home, ain't nobody there. Oh, my God. That's the best fucking nap ever. Like, sometimes you just want to... Oh, shit. Put yourself in a in a, in 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 a dungeon, and just sit with your own thoughts, without being fucking like influenced by anybody else's thoughts and their pressures. You just need to take a minute to like get in your own head, re-strategize the things that didn't work. Just sort out the boys. That's why I love this podcast so much, bro. I like this every week because. It's a guaranteed way for me to just talk my shit for a minute. Right? Just talk my shit for a
2: minute. So just chill and just be like, Talk your shit, bro. Go for it, bro. Because lately, it's, it's, we've been but, doing this podcast, like, talking about some—all We, we all we've been doing lately— We got to start getting in the habit of doing this at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, but you realize this, though. But we, we, just, we've been utilizing this podcast to actually just talk about daily events. Talk your shit, bro. What the fuck are you feeling right now, bro? I mean, but you, it's, it's— You, it's, you it's, diving into some real bro, shit but right it's, now.
1: But it's, but it's a lot, bro. It's not My just— My boy talked about coming home and feeling good when it's quiet. Bro, am I lying? <laughs> Cor- bro, please correct me <laughs> nah, if I'm bro. wrong. <laughs> bro, correct me if I'm wrong. Please stop me. Do not hesitate.
2: Oh shit!
1: I you will. Get, you get you know home Listen and nobody there. You like, oh my fucking god! <laughs> Let me stop. I'm gonna get myself in trouble, man. Ah, <sighs> in trouble. What you mean in trouble? But sometimes, but it, it, it's just that. It's just that. <laughs> it's just that feel, bro. You just gotta. You're right. No, it's because you know what. You just look, need the time to sit. In your own thoughts, just bask in your own thoughts, not being pressured by the pressures of life, not having to worry about that bill coming up, That's not right. having to worry about the kid, your wife, your, the wife's parents, the car need to get oil changed, not have to think about work coming up next week, not have to think. About you can just sit,
2: look and just be like, fuck, man. OK, I'm a big believer in what you're saying. Hey, look, here, here's my thing. Tell me. Hey, And talk, this goes for, but talk your shit. Oh, let me talk my shit, bro. Get in your back, talk hey, your this shit. Mother, these motherfuckers ain't ready. You not they ready? It don't matter. <laughs> the mic's running. Man. Talk your shit. Listen, look, for anybody that goes through this kind of shit, right? Look, yeah. hey, no. Jokes aside. No, no, no. Jokes included, so fuck them all, right? So here's, here's my real shit. You're absolutely right. The fact that. You know, it made me laugh like a motherfucker when you said it. You show up to the house, it's empty, and you're just like, oh, shit. It's like, you know, it reminds me of, uh, uh, do you remember The Dark Knight? Batman, yeah. Yeah, right? I don't know if you remember that scene, bro, when the Joker walks into the hospital with Harvey Dent. Mm -hmm. And he tells him, I'm just like a dog chasing a car. Right. He's just like I wouldn't even know what to do with it if I actually caught one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that same feel. It's like you get to the house, you don't even know what the fuck to do with yourself. Like if right. no one's home, you're like, oh shit! Like wait.
1: Like, I don't feel like that. I'm like, like, oh shit.
2: No, but no, but but for the most for the most of us, it's just like when you get to the house and no one's there, it's just like wait. Right. What the fuck do I do now? You know, like me personally, I, I, I go into that phase. Like what the fuck do I do? Right. So. The first thing that comes into mind is like, all right, let me crack one open and watch a movie real quick. You know, let, let me watch something on TV. Watch so, a TV show without whatever. having to... Hey, without, Ivory! Without having like, to pause that bitch.
1: Right, you can watch a shit from front <laughs> to back <laughs> without having to say, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. Give me a second. Bro, the, you can take a shit. Without having somebody opening the door like, and be like, "Yo, it's, it's like, time, bro." <laughs> hey, I bro, feel, that's a very underrated feeling,
2: mm. bro. You like, know what? Hey, like, it's, how many it's, times have any of you guys gone through that shit? Y'all go straight up. Like, I mean, let's be let's let's be real with each other, man, right? T- bro. Look. I don't want to get no- I don't want to get the listeners in trouble. Now, fuck that, bro. Like, I don't want to hey, get you in trouble. Hey, this life is about being bro, you legit. Have explaining to do. Bro. Some explaining. The explaining <laughs> already happened, bro. The, the, <laughs> hey, look. The rule of thumb. If someone's willing to spend the rest of their life with you, it's because you've already done enough explaining for them to say, you know what? Fuck it. I will take that, son bitch. <laughs> right or wrong? Bro, bro, it's. Like, it could all be so simple. It should be. But you know what? The media, social, everything doesn't allow that. Because it
1: influences so much of our everyday lives. Which is why I say... It influences
2: your relationship. This is why I love this podcast. Look, look, I'm going to give you guys one thing that I probably didn't do, like, earlier in this podcast. But we're going to jump into this a whole lot more. Here's the thing. Social media... That's a good jam. Social media embraces that. Okay. and teaches women or girls in general, becoming women, supposedly how to act or how to be, right? Mm-hmm. It does the same thing for boys. Which is why I strongly believe that it's our responsibility as, as- parents, as adults, mm-hmm. to set that example to say, nah, motherfucker, that's not the way you gotta be. Bro, that's exactly...
1: What Drake was trying to say in that song "Nice for What"? Hit it. Go back and li- go back to it. Go no, no, go no. back and listen to that, bro. And, no, no. and let me just talk about it. Hit it, real it quick. for the viewers, bro. And and "Nice for What"? Let me. I got it right here. Look, uh, let me oh, go you got, real quick. It's somewhere here. Yeah. And "Nice for What"? He was saying "Nice for What" to these niggas because women have this. Where is that shit at? Hold on. Just search that bitch, bro. If right it's real right right kind
2: of shit.
1: Because women are so. Are looked at to have to. Did
2: you see the <sighs> nice for what? Should be right. Bro, what the fuck? Hold up, bro. Just go to search, bro. Well,
1: can you... I'll play I play from here. But yeah, it's it's like nice for what to these niggas? Like, why do you don't gotta be? <laughs> It's gonna give me a playlist. Like, I just want the song. Like, oh here it goes. Like, nice for what to these niggas? Be you. Be you. Do what you wanna do. Like, you feel me? Piping up on these niggas. Be you. Un, 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 un-, un- Apologetically. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. You don't gotta be the nice, soft-spoken, quiet type. And I fucks with. It. That's why Drake is the number one mega superstar in the world. Because he gives the women what they want. He gives the men those, fuck these bitches. And then he gives the women those, you a queen, bitch. Or, I'm sorry, let me take that back. That was very ignorant of me.
2: You a queen, bitch. You a queen.
1: (laughs) For what? Why you gotta be nice? You don't gotta be quiet-talking. Soft-spoken. But whatever, that's neither here nor
2: there. Only no. thing I got. It's there, not here.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like that—that that feeling of to get into the crib, stick your key in the fit, turn it. You like ah, nobody here. Oh my god, I'm, I'm you. The first thing I think of is. Let me eat something real quick Without somebody saying Let me get a bite Let me take me a little nap or something Let me Watch me a little Episode or something I missed on Netflix And I'm I'm I'm, I'm cooling I'm in the game It's just how it goes I feel you It's just how it goes man I'm just I'm, I'm just different Like I like to be with my, By myself sometimes you know what? Listen. Do you or do you not appreciate the quietness?
2: <laughs> I do. You chillin' in the dark with a broom. bro? Like, I'll, I'll be bumping. I'll be bumping some shit when I'm with myself, just straight. You can listen to music. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, hey I don't remember out. the last song I heard at home. Just, just, just chillin'. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> Keep talking, baby. But
2: <laughs> shit.
1: Like you know, it's it, but but no, no no. Let me let me let me pull back. It's it's, it's out of all seriousness. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like,
2: look, and no no. Look, I'm I'm gonna give it to you real. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. It's 100 percent true. Where we just everybody. This goes for men and women. But yeah, that's what we that, all men and women. We all need that space. See, look, I've I've always agreed on this. We all need that best friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because. Here's a fucked up problem. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. This goes for most relationships out there. Let's just say. Right? Let's just say you have a best friend. Right. That best friend can hear your problems. Now, it technically, it's preferable that your best friend is the same sex as you. Okay? Right. Because they can but, understand. They can relate. But... but
1: it, I don't trust anyone uh-huh. without friends from the opposite sex.
2: Wait a minute. I'm keep I'm going to I'm pause right there. No, I'm gonna, keep, keep going. I'm going to remember what I just said. Fill me in. What do what, what you mean by that? Well, I mean, it's,
1: it's. It's one of those things where it's like, you don't got a friend that's a guy. A girl tells you. Let me let me let me pose it back to you, cause you. I think you want to answer your own question. Yeah, a girl says, "Oh, I don't talk to dudes. All of my best friends, are, like all my best friends, are girls." Uh huh. I start thinking of one bias ass chick. Don't know anything. She don't see anything past her fucking nose. She only thinks what she thinks because she thinks it because her friends told her to think it, and now she believes it. The opposite sex teaches you about yourself. There's there's things you've learned from women. Women only. Point blank. Another Uh dude couldn't teach you that. You've learned things from your mom that you think that you probably could have never learned from your pops. Right? Leave it at that. That's why we got a mother and a father. Okay. Or, traditionally, we're supposed to have a mother and a father.
2: Okay. So, I love the example, you, man. You know what? That was that was crispy, bro. I'm I'm just I'm just, bro. That was crispy. So I,
1: I think you're taking me over the ledge. But I think I'm gonna get in trouble. But bro. I'm already off the ledge. So let's keep talking that shit. Hey, what is this podcast called? Good Riddance. <laughs> It's just how it goes. <laughs> but, but, but 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 you feel okay. what I'm saying, right? We got a mother and a father for a reason. Okay. Yes. Agree. you want to take it to the biblical. You know what I mean? Like, I understand everybody's not religious or spiritual in that matter. Okay.
2: Look, I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. But here's here's what I would tell you. Here's what I would say. Mm-hmm. All right because I, I'm with you on that one. You made a very 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 good point.
1: Yeah. I I I I picked that up too so, along the way from somebody that uh, I heard somebody talking some shit and I was like I fucking agree with that. So here's my thing, That's man.
2: fucking true. It's 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 legit, right? So here so here we go. Man, it's about to get raw. You ready? Am I ready? All right. So check this out. Born ready. So It is very, very weird, but I'm going to give you a fine line for every listener who's out there, for every person who's listening, please do. I want you to comment this shit Mm -hmm. because I really want to hear your feedback because I have, I have a mindset of a sort that I'm willing to exchange with just as long as it makes sense. So let me... Elaborate. Elaborate and digress, if I may. <laughs> so well, digress
1: means take a step back. Let me let me, let yeah, me hold let, the horses. Hold my horses. Well, I want you to let the motherfuckers go. Let them well, run out.
2: Let me digress and now let me let loose. So <laughs> it is very different. And well, not very different, but it, it is slightly different, at least from my encounter of life. Mm-hmm. All right. This is my Encounter of life. Generically, if a woman has a best friend that happens to be a man, Mm -hmm. right, the woman will express details or situations of what they went through with that same man and that man naturally will present the opposite situation. Example. Okay. I was just about to ask you for that. So, example of this would be, the woman says, me and my man had an argument today.
1: And she's talking to her male best
2: friend. To her male best friend. Okay. We had an argument today because I wanted pasta. He wanted fish. All right. No, no, wait, no, 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 okay. no, wait. Keep moving up. I'm, I'm, this, is, I'm, th- this is a very stupid example, but it's very blunt. Okay
1: as long as it gets the concept across. That's
2: it. That that's all I'm trying to do. I wanted pasta, he wanted fish. Okay. And because I wanted to please him and because it was he was upset at the fact that he really wanted fish, I ate fish, I made fish, and that's it. It was over with. The best friend being a male naturally says, "Really?" If I would have been in his position, my objective is to give you what you want. I would have enjoyed pasta just as much as you would have. I would have done and made my adjustments accordingly, based upon you. Not because he's trying to conquer you, chick, but because that's just a natural instinct of a man. A man naturally based on testosterone, if I may. Likes to look good or better to the female attraction, whether it's that you want to fuck her, whether it's that you just want to befriend her, whether it's that you just want to be nice with her, whether it's that you just want to show her the nice gestures. doesn't matter what it is. The bottom line is, naturally, a man will always try to look better than the next man behind closed doors. So that's, that's, that's fine though. No, absolutely. But it's not fine when you have a weak minded girl, which naturally is created amongst this type of world in which we live in now, which is why I brought the example of something so stupid because the girl would listen to this and say, wow, he would really do that. He's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy.
1: Wow. Wow. I got some wait a minute crazy fucking stories about quote unquote the nice guy.
2: Well, that that that's my again. There's a point I'm trying to make here. So now the girl says, "Oh wow, this guy would do that. How come my guy's not like him?" All of a sudden, you're being compared. Where in the blue
1: fucks? I'm, oh I'm writing that shit down. We're we, we, we going to fully delve into. You see you see what I'm the, wrong with this? We're going to fully delve into. I'm going to let the listeners know. We're kicking the episode off next week. With the roles men play. That's it. Right? The roles men play in order to get
2: the goods. For those youngsters out there that shouldn't be listening, the goods means the fucking pussy. That's it. that's what the fuck he's trying to say. I wasn't trying to be so vulgar. Well, but you know what? Unfortunately, in this lifestyle, in this world that we live in, bro. I mean, come on. I mean, Bro, fuck out of here. I'm going to put Rose Man. Man play. play. So you saw the bigger picture. But, and then, right at that, we're going to.
1: You, bro, when you was young, you played a role so you' so, see, you're gonna have to you, you're gonna have to give
2: that up <laughs> hey. know, oh so you want me to give the trade secrets next episode not not the secrets but just just
1: kind you know of what? kind look, of the secrets you know what look
2: you know what next episode I'm, I'm, ta- I'm, 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 I'm not a free agent so I, I don't care no you know what I look can. I'm gonna tell you like this okay all right next episode because we're wrapping up with this one next episode. I will present some of, not all, but some of the trade secrets in which us, in which is males, have indulged in presenting a image. You know what would be
1: awesome for this episode, for that next episode? What's that? If we had a woman... To have some, so we can, so we can create some objectivity, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going I'm to dive in. I'm going to see if this Wait anybody. a minute, but it's got it, to, it, it can't be just anybody though. Not just anybody. So then who the fuck would it be? I don't know. Do you know anybody? Let's talk about it off air. But yeah, Rose Men Play. Let's, yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay, I, we are gonna kick it off. We start with the heat,
2: bro. You tune realize in, you realize we're 10. gonna get a fucking heat. You realize we're gonna start getting some massive heat for this shit. I don't care. Okay, you wanna know why? Because
1: because because it's all known. It's not like we're giving away the secret sauce. This is shit. People know. This no, is this is I general know. information.
2: Look, hey, look, just, just for everybody who's listening right now. There is a such thing as a secret sauce, which I'm not going to give up. I will give you everything but the fucking secret sauce. Likewise. I'm not going to give up the actual
1: (laughs) (laughs) piece of information to make it all click. I'm sorry. We make it. We pop it on the mics. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm not going to give you the piece of information that makes it all click. Right. But I will present you to dive in. Right, Because if I give you the piece of information, that piece of information is not for everybody. That's some dangerous shit. And not to mention, it's not free, bro. We're doing this shit free. Hey, right hey what's Snoop Dogg say? The game is to be sold, not to be told.
2: i just leave it at that. <laughs> you know what? Hey, this episode will be called... Re- rephrase it one more time.
1: The game is to be sold... Not to be told.
2: That's the episode, baby.
1: Thank y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, man. Appreciate episode y'all. Episode nine. Through. Good riddance, the podcast. Yeah. We're going to see y'all next week. Over and out, baby. Over and out. Peace.